Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Thanks so much for being with us here on the show, however you're accessing us. Twitter handle is at Real Golf. That's where you can contact us. Let us know what you think. Give us your feedback, opinions, analysis as well. At Real Golf is the Twitter handle. Great show for you as we look back at last week's Players Championship. Wow, what a performance by Justin Thomas. Mm -hmm. Loved watching Lee Westwood. Great, great stuff. Karen Stupples was on the call for some of the digital media and she also is going to join us to talk a little bit about an article by Beth Ann Nichols with Golf Week regarding women's course setup and how it showcases or challenges the ability to showcase the talents of the great players on the LPGA Tour. Really, really fascinating article. If you have not seen it or read it, I, you, it's a must read. You have to go check it out. Yeah. Love to hear what you think. We'll talk about that. Ryan Ballingy, golfnewsnet.com. We'll stop by. Haven't visited with Ryan for a little bit. See what he's liking about this first part of the 2021 year calendar season, as well as America's favorite caddy stops by. He is dying to share some stories, and you are dying to be entertained by the one and only caddy. So he uh, will join us. That's the lineup on the show. Should be a good one. Bob, when you watched Justin Thomas last week, you have to think, man, where has that guy been and it was refreshing to see him play the way we have seen him play in the past, and maybe even better, spins a sandwich off the 18th green to the fringe for the first missed green in over 20 holes. Yeah. I, I'm unbelievable going around there. I asked, I asked one of my buddies that's a scratch golfer, if I dropped you in the middle of the fairway on all 18 holes at TPC Sawgrass, could you have hit 18 greens? And he's like, no. So what he did was obviously something special. Yeah, it was phenomenal golf. And, you know, at the age of 27, almost 28 years of age, and he, now he gets a, a player's championship. But uh, 14, 14 wins on tour now, and um, just just some phenomenal play with 68, 60, what, 64 on Saturday and mm. 68 on Sunday, 12 under par for those two rounds for 36 holes, and he shot 14 under par total to win by a shot. Um, just to be able to come from behind 
on the weekend and be able to get it done and get into, you know, what, what the second to the last group or whatever, third to the last group and get it finished um, and coming down the stretch and win the, win that championship was pretty, pretty awesome. Hey, you mentioned the 132 that ties the tournament record for the closing 36 hole score. Pretty impressive stuff. Congrats to Justin Thomas. We'll get into this and more of the rest of the stories after a short break. Thanks for being with us right here on Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before now back to real golf radio with brian and bob Welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob with you. It's brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and their new Chrome Soft Golf Balls. Better for everyone with the new Chrome Soft XLS. That's for low spin. It's built to 
Lower spin off the tee and maximize distance. Callaway's Chrome Soft family has a ball for every type of golfer. Find out which one is right for you at CallawayGolf.com. And we appreciate you being with us here. As we said, got a great lineup. Karen Stupples will join us coming up in just a few minutes. I'm anxious to get her uh, take real quickly, Bob. That Beth Ann Nichols yeah. article on Golf Week was fantastic. And the, the, mm-hmm. ju- the gist of it is that the LPGA players are really unfairly being put in situations where they're unable to capitalize on their talent. In other words, and, and, it has, and it's all relative to the distance that the golf courses are set up for the ladies. So on the one hand, you're, yeah. trying, to, you're trying to keep the golf courses with a, with a length that is uh, within touch, if you will, quote-unquote, with the men's game so as not to embarrass mm-hmm. them by so, so-called embarrass them by playing sh- too short of a golf course. And yet at the same time, but the way they set it up, it, it really doesn't enable them to go at par fives. And when that was one of the specific things that was mentioned. And when you have an opportunity to do that, it sets up an eagle putt. And we all know, hey, we got so-and-so for eagle. That creates excitement. Um, yeah. Along with that, there's this lack of data to help support or suggest or uh, recommend these course setups that will best give them the scoring opportunities, hence provide more entertainment value and allow fans to see these players for the amazing players that they are. And so really interesting article. And Karen Stupples, who won the British Open, uh, Women's British Open in 04, and is an analyst for Golf Channel, she's dialed in. She loves this stuff. She's, she's very opinionated and very smart. And so we're going to have her kind of talk us through this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought it was pretty interesting article in that, you know, like the PGA tour guys, they've, they've got, you know, most of those guys have an opportunity to go at three par fives in a round of golf. You know, if they hit the ball in the fairway, they're going to have a chance to get it on the green. Um, and you're seeing guys like Bryson and, a lot of those guys that, you know, from 180 yards to 220 yards, they're hitting a low to mid irons into the greens and having opportunities to make to make eagles. Uh, worst case scenario, a lot of times just birdies. But the LPGA Tour, it's it's really kind of interesting because they only um, they only have an opportunity maybe at about one around. And most of their holes are played at around 480 yards where if you got them down to like 450, it would give more of them an opportunity to go after them um, and, and, and have an opportunity to get to three of them in a round. Yeah, bottom line is this, it's an offense-minded offense game. I mean, sports is, you know, it's, it's proven. You know, fans like to watch offense. They like to watch scoring. They like good play. They like ex- to see things that they have a hard time doing. And making eagles is tough. Even for great players playing at their club every single week, making eagles is not easy. But I'll, let me tell you what, Bob, when I'm going around my club that plays just over 7,000 yards, I have opportunities to go at par fives all the yeah. time. Many times it's with a three yep. wood in hand. But we're talking about the the best women players in the world that are having to stand on a three wood if they even want an opportunity to try to run one out onto yeah. a par five. As, as you pointed out, conversely, the men – might be hitting a nine, eight or nine iron in there, you know, some 200 plus yards. So it, it does seem to be a bit of a disparity there. Um, I think any opportunity to better showcase the ladies game and the great players that they are is warranted. You don't, you don't want people dismissing the ladies because they don't knock it on par fives in two, for instance. 
And I think that's yeah. the concern. Yep. I mean, look, I'll just I'll just put it this way. There's a there's a girl at our club. She's playing college golf, and growing up, she's terrific. And she she'll play Chicago with us, and she'll wax us playing the same tees. We're not gonna give her any more tees. She doesn't need it. So it's really not that. And anyone that's had an opportunity to play with a high level female golfer understands it's not about it. They're they're not as strong as men. That's okay. Uh, they don't hit it as long. That's okay. But the, their talent, in a lot of ways, is superior because they have a lot more shots that they have to be able to hit, in my opinion. Yeah, they figure out how to dial it in and and play to the benefit of their game to be able to score. And when you get to this level, when it's the professional level, whether it's men, whether it's women, whatever your game, however you can benefit from your game and the best abilities – um, or the best talents that you have in your game, whether it's putting or wedges or uh, shot making, ball striking, that kind of thing. That's what you need to play towards um, to give you the best ability to shoot the lowest scores possible. And that's what this girl has done at your club. Yeah. Yeah. There's no question. So um, the, 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 the ladies on the LPGA tour are adapting to what they have to do there. And that's uh, interesting. Karen's going to give us some, some insight on that coming up next. It's it's also interesting that the men's game is really evolving. I mean, back in the Tiger Phil days of the early two thousands, we you know we start learning about bomb and gouge, right? This is the, the 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 way they're attacking these golf courses, and it's can continued to go down that road. So it, I, I found it all the more fascinating that Rory McIlroy would openly admit, and I love Rory. You know, we're fans of Rory here. For him to say that Bryson got oh, his yeah. head a little bit after what he was able to do at the uh, U.S. Open, realizing that, <laughs> hey, if the golf courses are going to be set up, okay, again, he's going to course setup. If this is the way they're going to yeah. set up the golf courses, then I'm going to have to maybe think about that my future opportunities to win majors haven't won one in seven years. So I'm, I'm going to chase some speed. I'm going to do a speed training. And it actually messed up his swing, and he's struggling right now, and that's part of why. Well, again, refreshing, loved it but also kind of crazy at the same time that's, yeah. that, I mean, Rory is still right now a way better career than Bryson DeChambeau. And you could argue is the best driver of the golf ball we've seen in recent history. I mean, guy's phenomenal. And yet here he is making changes to try to chase what Bryson's doing. And Bryson's making changes to try to do something to catch up with guys like Rory. If you want to know the truth. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. You know, when we sat there at that time at Augusta National in the locker room with my dad when we were having lunch and Tiger was sitting there and he said, never let him see that you're hurt. Mm -hmm. In other words, never, never say things to give the other guys an advantage or am. And, yeah. and I think that was pretty. Yeah, I, I you know, I think that was pretty interesting by Rory McIlroy that he came out and talked about that uh, it specifically. And that's why his game was his game was off. So, um, you know, hopefully Rory in the next couple of weeks will be able to do some things to get his game intact so that when he gets to Augusta um, for the Masters that he has that he has an opportunity to contend and to win there um, that putting and everything's all intact and he doesn't have the two way miss going. Um, but very forthcoming. But that's also interesting with the younger players of today's game. Uh, guys like Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler and and uh, Bryson and 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 now Rory, everybody's more forthcoming and more open. And for me personally, I think that's pretty cool. It is, and it's also part of our era. 
how can you really hide anything anyway? I mean, think about it. You know, back even in, in when Tiger was talking about, you know, don't let your competition know you're, you know, you're hurt. Um, there, there wasn't the exposure. There wasn't a, you know, 2 billion reporters on the earth. Right. I mean, yeah, everybody has a phone and a camera and, you know, access to broadcast something immediately. So it's, it, I think it's great that he's not trying to come up with some lame excuse. He's just like, Hey, I'm just going to tell you how it is. Even if he struggled with wanting to say it, he just finally said it. And, you know, we probably would have found out anyway, but it actually, to me, it's somewhat endearing and refreshing. So, you know what? Good for you, Rory. Don't change. I agree. You're exactly right. I I love that word you used refreshing, um, that, that players are open now and that us as fans, people that love the game, um, even us as reporters, we know what's happening, what's going on in their mind. It's a great insight. There's no question about it. Um, we got to take a break. When we come back, uh, we will get to Karen Stuffle. She's got some great insights, not only on Justin Thomas's win at the players and Bryson and all of this and Rory as well. Uh, Lee Westwood, what a performance he's had the last couple of weeks. Uh, we'll get to that uh, as well as start countdown to Masters and this Beth Ann Nichols story is fantastic. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big for real here's brian and bob all right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. Always a pleasure to have you alongside. And uh, we're pleased to get out now and get some insight and analysis from our good friend, the 2004 Women's British Open champion and Golf Channel and NBC analyst, Karen Stupples, joining us now. Hey, Karen, how are you? I'm doing fabulous, thank you. Just enjoying my last few days in Florida before I head out west for the LPGA West Wing. I love it. And uh, I'm, I'm love, excited to talk some LPGA with you. Before we get mm. there... Uh, you were on the call. You did some uh, some of the internet um, and on demand uh, uh, stuff for the players last week. What? Mm. How would you break that down? I mean, for one, the fact that Lee Westerwood's been going on this run first of all, and second, what JT was able to do with maybe one of the most epic ball striking uh, rounds we've seen in some time. Well, well, first off, I mean JT being the winner. I mean, he, I mean. The whole the whole sawgrass really is about ball striking. I mean, uh, you got to hit hit the ball well, particularly with the irons. You got to put the ball into certain positions to to allow yourself scoring opportunities. And um, that golf course in general can mess with your head. And 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 he really overcame it quite quite tremendously. And you know, I think think it was a big relief for him too to to go ahead and get get the win there and to 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 really sort of take advantage of, of where he had his opportunities. And then with Lee Westwood, I mean, he's 47 or going on for, you know, it'll be 48, not, not too far away from now, but 47 and uh, coming off a tremendous week at Bay Hill already and just really playing the golf of his life in, in all fairness. And, and I think he would, he would agree with that. He's enjoying himself. He's taken a lot less, a lot, lot less pressure when he's on the golf course because he's not as hard on himself and I think he's realizing that it's not about being perfect anymore. And and I really feel like that's very liberating for a golfer once they once they kind of hit that hit that realization. And uh, and he's in a good spot, and you can and you can see it. And it's quite nice to see that that somebody with more experience, a level of maturity, um, can still compete um, at, at the highest level on the PGA Tour. And that's the beautiful thing about golf. You don't have to be young. Um, to in order to succeed and to still win out there, even though he didn't win, I think he put up a great show. Indeed, and he did it with his yeah, he did it with his fiance on the bag. Uh, looks yep. like his son's going to caddy for him at Augusta, but uh, you know that's that's what kind of has brought him back into the limelight. 
is he put his fiance on the bag even in the European tour, and he's really played some great golf since then. He has, and and I think again, there's a there's a that level of comfort with that, and an expectation that you know that you know they're there to to support you and and to 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 keep you moving moving forward, and to not to get down on yourself. Whereas whereas sometimes with, with a caddy, there's always you always kind of can think, oh, they're judging me for what I'm doing, or they they expect more because um, I'm paying their wage and whatever I make. It will help them make more money too, and and you know that there's a, there's a little bit of pressure that can go with that. But I really feel like he's at the point in his life where he's uh, he's enjoying himself with her, and I think they get to travel the world together, and they're they're experiencing a whole new a whole new world, and uh, they're having a they're having a blast doing it. And uh, happy people tend to be happier on the golf course too, and that obviously helps. I thought you were going to break into an Aladdin ballad right there, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure I've got a magic carpet somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Karen Stubbles joining us here on Real Golf Radio. In the ever-continuing uh, developing story that is Bryson DeChambeau, uh, Rory's comments were probably the most interesting of maybe any pro comments that I've heard in a long time. First of all, it's why we love Rory is he's willing to actually mm-hmm. share with us. But what did you make of Rory admitting that maybe chasing Bryson a little bit has hurt his swing? I, I mean, it's it. Yes, I mean he was brutally honest about it, and it is very refreshing. But to to anybody that understands golf and knows golf, n- could see that was what was that was what was happening. I mean, let's face it, Rory and Bryson have completely different body types, in the same way as Bryson and Justin Thomas have completely different body types. So to all of a sudden go in and trying to chase distance by trying to swing faster, yeah, sure. You know, Rory can can go ahead and get extra speed, and he can go on and, and hit it in greater distance. But it's also going to bring in a level of inconsistency. Um, just the manner of the way they swing is so fundamentally different that um, you, you, Rory just can't go ahead and just start swinging harder and faster because uh, it creates all kinds of, of trouble. And uh, what, if you look through raw statistics, he was getting um, club speeds of about 127 um, at the players. But if you look through historically, when Rory was ranked number one in strokes gained off the tee, I mean, he was hitting the ball out there plenty far enough, and he's you know he's you know hitting plenty of fairways and whatever. His his clubs his club speed was right in the 120 region. So he's a little bit outside his comfort zone. I mean, the, the reason that Bryson is able to do what he does, I mean, obviously we've seen him bulk up and he's got a lot bigger, but he used his torso as a guide with his like, with his arms and his biceps. And his, and his and so he's able to, as he's coming down, he's using his upper body, his torso, along with his arms to guide, to keep the club in, in a similar position all the way through. Now, if you look at, at Rory, if you look at Justin Thomas, they don't have that same thickness through their torso, and so they mm-hmm. they don't have that same guide with their bicep and their arms to use. They have a lot of separation with their lower body, and there's so much more room for, for error once they start to, to try and increase that speed. So the, the fundamentally different swings, fundamentally different body types, just not quite as easy for Rory just to go, boom, I'm just going to pick it up and, and gain speed. Even though he can gain speed, it doesn't necessarily translate immediately onto the driving range, onto the golf course. But this isn't to say that in the future he couldn't gain distance and gain speed and gain consistency too, but it, it requires a, a longer-term uh, commitment to it. 
Isn't that isn't that what is tough about the game, especially when you're out there playing on tour, that you kind of see other people having success. Um, you see teachers that are promoting and and really um, working with players that are having success, and it's and it's hard to stay in your own zone. Um, <laughs> to what has brought you success? Don't you see that often? Oh, you do, um, and there's such a there's such a case for the grass is always greener. But to to that end, all the all the top players have to keep looking to find that little bit of edge because every single year, another crop of young, talented players is going to come out on the PGA Tour or the LPGA Tour. Doesn't matter what tour they're on, there's going to be younger, newer players coming up that bring a whole new level of of uh, talent to to the table and with new skill sets that, that will challenge the players that are already at the top of that, those respective tours. So the players there, they obviously don't want to lose that position. They don't want to drop down. So they search for little things within their games that they can make improvements on. That's why you'll see somebody changing coaches. That's why you'll see them, them doing, uh, trying to gain speed or whatever it is. Everybody's looking for that one little thing. Um, and, and I think that, to be honest, the players that, Continue to contend, that continue to play back, continue to play well week in week out, are the ones that are the most content with who they are on the golf course, without trying to to be somebody else. Karen Stupples joining us here on Real Golf Radio. With that kind of introduction to speed and chasing and all that type of thing, let's switch now to the LPGA and this article that Beth Ann Nichols wrote for Golf Week and USA Today, I thought was was so good. What a what a great read. And I'll, I'll be honest, I, I guess, you know, shame on me a little bit for being ignorant to this fact. Like, I reading through this, there were so many moments where I just went, wow, really? Um, mm-hmm. Like, for instance, you know, Annika Sorensen, the only player to shoot 59 in the last 20 years. Um, yep. f- 52 scores of 60 or better on the PGA Tour, including 11 rounds of 59 and a 58 from Jim Furyk. By contrast, there have been only six scores of 60 or better on the LPGA. Um, I mean, that that right there is just remarkable. And Beth Ann's whole um, premise of this article is that there is a disparity between the men's and women's game and how the golf courses are set up relative to distance. Mm-hmm. Can you just kind of give us a summation of of what this is and, and how you've experienced that in your career and what you're seeing now as an analyst? Well, basically, um, well, t- well, two things. I mean, this, this is a complicated issue in, in general because a lot of the times golf courses are not designed with, with good females in mind. Um, a lot of the times they're designed to protect against the men going super low and hitting it a long way down there. So they tend to put trouble... Uh, either bunkers or penalty areas in in zones that are that are sort of from 150 to 160 away from the green. So for the most part, women are having to hit the ball into that spot, and it really doesn't matter how long you place some of the, a hole that's designed like that, um, if because everybody's going to be hitting the same club at the same distance into the green anyway. If, if you're a guy from 150, you'll be hitting a nine iron, maybe a wedge. If you're a woman, you'll be hitting a, an eight or a seven iron. So there's a there's a big difference in the trajectory and how the ball's going to going to land and 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 be able to score from and, and the whole locations you could get to or not get to. Um, but basically, what it boils down to is that um, and Jerry Foles did a really good study on this too a couple of years a couple of years ago when the KPMG Women's PGA Championship was played at Hazeltine, and the women played at uh, it was like sixty eight hundred and something and changed sort of yardage, wow. so six thousand eight hundred and something yardage, which was the equivalent of a golf course for the men of over eight thousand yards. Yeah. Now, mm. 
you know, that really brings it into perspective. I think it was something like 8,100, just because of there's, there's something like a 17% difference in, in the distance uh, between females and male, male. And so when, when you bring it, bring, you bring it like that and think, well, what would happen if the PGA Tour were playing courses that were that long or if, it, if, or if it was even physically possible? I mean, the, tr- the thing is that we're in this situation is that, that, that you can move the women back as far as you want to. And so th- there is a tendency to do that. Now, I would say this, that there's a fine line that you're walking between um, setting a course up too short for the women and then everybody saying, oh, well, that's, you know, they've set it up too short. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, and, then, and then the women's losing respect because, because it's playing too short. So that's not what I think that the premise of Beth Ann's article was all about. I think what she is suggesting is that to increase the, 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 excite, the, the excitement around women's golf, you have mm-hmm. some of those par fives, make them quite reachable because it, you know, even with the LPGA rules officials, they assume that at 480 yards, that's a reachable par five. Well, if you take into consideration what the players carry distances are, not actual total yardage, not pitch and roll. We're talking carry distances with a driver and then with a hybrid or something into the greens. Probably a better number that would be a very reachable par five is about 450. And so if you throw a couple of nice 450 yard par fives in there, and I think also then lengthen a couple of par fours, have a couple of tougher par threes too, I mean, not you know, hugely, you know, hugely long, but just to just to create a little bit of, of interest. So you can either have a disaster on a tough par four, or you can have a really great eagle opportunity because some of the longer players are actually going in with a seven iron. And uh, I mean, I've just been watching the golf at the Honda, and Phil Mickelson's hitting eight iron into a par five. He's fifty years old, and he's hitting an eight iron into a par five. I'm not so sure I can remember seeing Lexi Thompson hit an eight iron into a par five on the LPGA Tour. So what I'm saying is that women are never going to be as strong as men. It's never, it's never going to happen. It's, it's you're going to have, you know, women who sprint are about 10%. It's about 10% lower. And, and that, you know, is across the board. You're going to have differences just because of how women, we just don't have the same muscle mass that the men have. Therefore, we can't create the same power. We can't create the same speed. But that doesn't mean to say that the competition isn't worth it, that the competition isn't worth watching and it isn't worth and it isn't valuable. And I think that people need to realise that they're doing a tuning in to watch the competition. They're not tuning in to watch three hundred and fifty yard drives because you can't compare women's golf to men's golf. The two right. are completely separate entities. It's the reason why you see a men's hundred metres in the Olympic Games and a women's hundred metres in the Olympic Games, yet both the, the, they're gonna walk off with a gold medal. And they're going to be the best in their field. And that's what you've got to look at when you're looking at women's golf. But I think everybody, including Beth Ann and, and all of us that, that are very passionate about women's golf, are desperate, are desperate for people to want to watch it and to, to figure out what would it take to make people want to watch women's golf and for, and for it to achieve the value and respect that, that the players all deserve. Because I think that's really what's what's missing is that there's a, you know, they're working as hard, they're putting in the hours, they're putting in the time, they're going above and beyond what what they probably should have to do in order to keep sponsors and keep everybody happy. 
but you know they still don't feel like they're getting the respect that they deserve great insights karen stopples joining us here on real golf radio karen hang on we have to take a short break but i want to continue the conversation i know bob's got some questions for you as well we'll continue that next with karen stopples right here on real golf radio building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new the way we're doing it is we're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further the new jailbreak ai speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face it's a structural shift in design delivering performance in a way you've never seen we're not just building drivers we're framing the future of speed only in the new epic drivers from callaway Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf and the new Chrome Soft. And they've got a new line of Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft XLS, available as well. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. And uh, let's continue the conversation. Bob, I know you've been anxious to ask a question to Karen Stupples. 
So what you're saying is um, basically more scoring opportunities make the game more exciting for the women's game, Get, mm-hmm. giving them an opportunity like the guys to be able to hit, you know, three par fives a, a, a day. And in turn, that will create more birdies, eagle opportunities and lift the whole tour up for the women to have some excitement and, and want to watch, get some eyeballs watching. Well, exactly. And, and I think it would help to change perception too, that, that, they're, that they're not as good, but because quite frankly, there are, they are. And it's like, I would just love to see more statistics and more data available for women's golf to actually be able to tell you exactly why they, they deserve to be watched and exactly why we should be paying attention to, to the women and, and the women's game and what they're doing. I, I do think that, like I said, there is a fine line between um, making everything too short. I think, I think path, you know, certainly a couple of par fives need to be a little bit shorter. Maybe a couple of par fours need to be a bit longer. I think you can do things like maybe slightly softening up the greens to compensate for the different spin levels that the women have with their games as opposed to the men. And you can also sort of maybe soften some of the hole locations too. I mean, there's absolutely no, there's no, there's nothing to be gained from having a whole location that is so tight over a bunker or over a thing that nobody could get anywhere near it, only because of the level of spin rate and and uh, and height and trajectory that the players are able to get on some of their shots into the green. It's just common sense. And if I look back to how the, the USGA set up Pinehurst back in 2014, um, yes, of course, they, they, they made it a little bit shorter so that the women were playing the same clubs into the greens as the guys. But they were also a little bit softer with, how they set their whole location. So instead of being um, three yards off the left, they were four yards off the left. Or instead of being two yards over the false front, they were three yards over the false front. Just to allow for the difference of spin that the women have on their game. It was a very educated way of setting up a golf course uh, that the men had played the week previous. So I, I think there are ways that you can do this so that the, the women players can still hold their head high and feel very proud of what they're doing and feel like they're not being cheapened by just shortening the course because I, I don't feel like they want that. They just, they, they want to have uh, a well-educated, um, thought-out course setup um, that, that requires a good knowledge um, of what their carry yardages are and what would be fun for people to watch. And that would give them, you know, an opportunity to showcase their skills, right? Exactly. Uh, yep, which is, and, and I think there's just some equity there. It's not, hey, we we need it to be shorter. Uh, it's it's an it's an equity. Think about the shots that they're coming into. I thought that was a really well yeah. thought out response. So, yep. who who takes this responsibility now? Obviously, it got a lot of attention. If you if you don't mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, go on Twitter. Look at Beth Ann Nichols of Golf Week. Look at how many likes and comments. I mean, it was very and and shares. Right? I mean, retweets. There, it, mm-hmm. this was a very very popular article. So now what? What who who takes it from here? What do you think can actually come from this? Well, I think what what happens now is is it's obvious that um, the the players from just from reading Beth Ann's article, the players after every tournament they fill out a questionnaire about course setup. I mean, Lydia Ko in the article in the article that Beth Ann wrote suggested, why not come and ask us the the week you know during practice rounds? Why not come and ask us how things are playing there and then? Um, you know, I, I think maybe I think the, the best possible solution would be to have a player. Uh, serve as an advisor to to the to the rural staff to to aid them with with course setup questions and stuff because they don't have data on hand uh, like like the PGA Tour does they we, they don't have 
um, you know, how far, how you know, how close, what proximity to the holes are from different yardages. They don't have, you know, where, where is it that everybody's hitting from to, to these greens? Like they can't just pull up shot link and see that everybody's driving to this spot and, and then over there. It's just very difficult for them to, to set up a course without any kind of data at hand. So I think if they would have have a, a player as an advisor, I think that would help. I think that they need to to really have a, a little, a, you know, a sit down and, and a discussion uh, with the players themselves and see where it goes from there. But, but I do think that this is the biggest thing of all. You can't please everybody. No, not, every, not all the players are going to be happy. There's a big dispersion between players that are short and players that are long. Mm. And I, I think there is a, everybody's trying to find that happy medium. And it's one of the reasons why you'll see the world number one in the women's golf, certainly of recent years, has been a middle-of-the-pack player, in middle-of-the-pack distance-wise. You're looking at uh, um, Jin Young Ko. She's mid-range distance. Imbi Park, mid-range distance. Lydia Ko, mid-range distance. And it's because they set up the courses for the average player. The long players get taken out of it because they have to hit hybrids and forearms and whatever off the tee. And everybody's hitting to the same spot. The shorter players, you know, they have they have their own set of problems because they're tightening up the whole locations, and so they can't quite get to get to those spots. So by catering to the middle ground, you're seeing a lot of middle ground distance players really, really take 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 the ball by the horns and run with it and become world number one. Mm. That's really interesting. I again, apart, yeah. pardon my ignorance here, but. Why? I guess there there is no shot link data available on the on the, on the no. LPGA tour. There's no data gathering system currently no. in place on tour. No, we have very very limited wow. uh, amounts of statistics. We have fairways hit, greens in regulation, putts per green in regulation, um, and sand saves, uh, scrambling, uh, and that's about it. Everything else is mm. is fend for yourself. And, and that brings me, you know, brings up another point <clears throat> for you. I mean, for me, I'm lucky because I cover the tour week in, week out. But if anybody else wants to, to write or cover an article or, or talk about women's golf, what, what, what information is there for them to find? It's How tough. can they possibly talk about it without yeah. having proper statistics at hand? Bear in mind, we're all in this world of strokes gain now on the PGA Tour. There's so much information that, that we can use when we're talking about men's golf. And there's none of that for women's golf. And, and I think to a certain extent that, that that lessens how people view women's golf because there's nothing to use. I mean, everybody has to take my word for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, you know, for all, for all I know, people think, oh, well, she's just, she's just another woman talking about women's golf. You know, it, it doesn't mean anything unless there's hard, fast facts and data that's written down for everybody to see and use. It's very difficult. I know, Bob, when, when we've come up on yeah. trying to prep for, you know, co- you know, covering a particular women's event, uh, it's just, I mean, the, the website, the information we have from the PGA Tour is you can find out more than you would ever want to know. And you can't, mm-hmm. you, you find out a whole lot less than you're trying to find out uh, with the with the ladies game. So I, in fact, I was kind of thinking, yeah. what, what am I missing here? But it sounds like I'm not the only one. No, 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 you're, you're really not. I mean, let's face it. If we're talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, if we're talking about competition and how, and how the women compete, what better is there, what better way is there to describe the competition that if, if, say, uh, 
Brooke Henderson hits a hits a three wood down to about thirty yards from the green, and all oh, the commentators go, "Well, oh, that's a really awkward yardage to chip from." But then you can say, "Well, wait a minute, Brooke Henderson hits it from thirty yards to five feet most of the time." Mm. of the time. You know, it tells the story of the competition. It tells the story about her shot making and and why she chooses to make certain decisions and certain options out on the golf course. And you can, and you can also tell if somebody's decided to have a go for it and say, and, and really their, their going percentage, going percentage, percentage make rate is far too low for them even to have a go at it, but because they feel like they have to, they're playing a game that isn't their own without numbers like that. You can't talk about the women's game in that way. So interesting. Uh, we could continue this discussion. Unfortunately, we're out of time, and you probably have things that you need to get to as well. But this is really, really good, Karen. I mean, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your 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 wealth of knowledge and perspective. I think that's the biggest thing is uh, when I look at um, a, a, an upcoming event, I'll go, I can go back through the tournaments and I can see where players have placed and who's won. Yeah. But that's kind of all I can really gather when I say, hey, here's somebody to watch. I don't, I, it's hard for me to say this person – is a particularly uh, a strong pick this week because of this mm-hmm. these aspects relative to this golf course. That's what we do every week with the PGA Tour players. We just don't have yep. the ability to sort of put that in context on the LPGA Tour. And you're right. In the absence of that, it almost is like, well, um, we're going to mention it, and then we'll just move on And rather than be mm-hmm. able to get into a detailed discussion. so And, and that's unfair, really. It is uh, to the talent that is being showcased out there in the women's game. So it's a very, very interesting thing. I, I hope that the tour – that's the thing I would take out of this. Can the tour uh, start implementing this type, you know, PGA Tour type of coverage – that will make it available for more fans and media and well, the like. Well, I mean that that would be my biggest wish is that they find that, that they find a way to financially make it an option for them because I think it could single handedly change the way people view and watch women's golf. Might be a good uh, might be a good option for the USGA yeah. to put some some money towards instead of maybe more of these distance studies. But anyway, that's just a side note. I would second that. I would second that, especially now Mike Wan's becoming in charge. There you if, go. Uh, if if yeah. he sees value there, exactly. you never know. Uh, that's absolutely. Karen, thanks so much. You know, safe travels on your trip out West. Uh, enjoy it. And we'll catch up to you soon. Sounds like a plan. Let's chat anytime you like. Okay. Thanks so much. Karen Stuffles joining thanks, us Karen. here on Real Golf Radio. We'll take a short break. Hope you enjoyed that. Love to hear your thoughts. At Real Golf is where you can hit us up on Twitter and continue the conversation. Well, we'll be right back right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now, and there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future. 
future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to bob at casbyrealestate.com. That's bob at k-a-s-b-y realestate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right welcome back thanks again karen stopples for spending some time with us here on real golf radio hope you enjoyed that love to hear from you on our twitter account at real golf uh, real quickly, let's get out to the Honda Classic on the PGA Tour where Aaron Wise holds the 36-hole lead for the first time in his 88th PGA Tour start. Yeah, 12 under par. Nice rounds of 64 and 64 uh, there at PGA National. So um, Aaron Wise has a three-shot lead over Brendan Hagee and Matt Jones there at nine under par. Samuel Ryder is at... Eight under par, and then you've got Denny McCarthy at seven, along with Scott Harrington, Shane Lowry, and Russell Henley. So the guys are the guys are having a good time. They're shooting some good numbers, and we've seen some really good scores this week so far there. Yeah, and the wind is supposed to be picking up mightily uh, over the weekend, so it could be tough. One guy uh, to keep an eye on is Ricky Fowler, who needs a yep. win. In order to get into the Masters, he has not missed a major since 2010. A really interesting story as he continues battling a slump. And he also committed Bob to play TPC San Antonio the week before the Masters, giving himself one more opportunity to qualify for that annual rite of passage. That'll do it for hour number one. Stay tuned. The back nine, hour number two comes up next. We'll have America's favorite caddy and Ryan Ballingy from golfnewsnet.com. Coming up next. 
You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Lance Price. Florida's experience of the coronavirus pandemic has confirmed the lockdown approach is a failed approach. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis on Fox News Thursday. Not only has it been absolutely destructive to those societies, the COVID results per capita have been worse in places like New York and New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Some 21 million people in 16 areas of France are under new lockdown measures Friday. France has recorded more than 35,000 new infections within the past 24 hours. As top officials from China and the United States meet in snowy Anchorage, Alaska, grandstanding by both superpowers exposes the depth of their divide. Bonnie Glaser, the director of the China Power Project at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, says expectations should remain low. A reset of the relationship is not in the cards. Spring officially arrives in the Northern Hemisphere on Saturday. USA Radio News. You've heard of cancel culture. They want to ban Dr. Seuss books from our schools. And some want monuments for George Washington and Thomas Jefferson removed. If you're fed up with cancel culture, watch Newsmax TV. Each night this week, Newsmax exposes the dangerous agenda of cancel culture. Tune in tonight for blockbuster shows with Greg Kelly, Grant Stinchfield, Rob Schmidt, Sean Spicer, and Lindsey Keith. You'll be surprised by what you see. Everyone is talking about Newsmax, now America's fastest-growing cable news channel. It's on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your operator. Tell them you want it. Newsmax is also free on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, Vizio, and platforms like Roku, YouTube, Zumo, Pluto, and more. And download the free Newsmax app on your phone and watch it anywhere. Every day, check Newsmax.com for breaking news and watch Newsmax TV for the news you need to know. Millions are watching. So can you. Let's get an update on student loan debt relief. Wendy King from the Pacific Northwest USA Radio News Bureau reports. The Department of Education has announced plans to roll back a Trump administration policy that granted only partial student loan relief to students that were defrauded by for-profit colleges. A senior education official said that the formula introduced by former Education Secretary Betsy DeVos was not granted an appropriate level of relief to borrowers. The department said it should eliminate about $1 billion in student loan debt relief from about 72,000 students. At a November press conference at that time, President-elect Biden said federal student loan debt cancellation figures into his plan. It's holding people up, he said. Democrat senators want Biden to forgive up to $50,000 in debt through executive orders, while the president has urged lawmakers to pass legislation lifting $10,000 in loans. Thanks for listening, and TGIF, my friend. We are USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the Healthy Bone and Joint Pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. As America pulls out of the coronavirus pandemic, the vaccinations produced under Operation Warp Speed are a big reason to have hope. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. 
Some of the nation's top health experts testified before the Senate on the COVID-19 response and vaccine rollout on Thursday. Dr. Anthony Fauci saying there are still challenges ahead with emerging variants, but also noting we can counter them with vaccinations and mitigation measures. Dr. Ajis Jha is the dean of Brown University School of Public Health. He tells CNN there is optimism regarding having everyone who's in the high-risk category vaccinated soon. Oh, it's terrific. It is terrific. We, we did 3 million a day over the weekend, 6 million over both days. Uh, I think we're going to get to a point where we're going to be doing 3 million a day consistently. We'll have the vaccines for it. I'm hoping we'll have the distribution set up for it. And that's why I'm so optimistic that every high-risk person who wants a vaccine will have at least their first shot by mid to late April. Key information for each specific COVID-19 vaccine can be found on the CDC website, cdc.gov. The National Football League has finalized its new 11-year media rights agreement with a pack that will run through 2033 and could be worth over $100 billion. Starting in 2023, the Thursday night football games will be broadcast exclusively on Amazon Prime. Amazon is paying about $1 billion per year for the rights. USA Radio News. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us, however you're accessing the show. Always good to have you aboard. Twitter handles at Real Golf, and you can follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, at Real Golf Radio. Uh, I was down in St. George at the Black Desert Resort. I had a chance to do some videos, see some updates on the golf course. It's coming along. Pretty amazing uh, project that's going on down there. You can check that out on our Instagram page uh, by searching for Real Golf Radio and see the little video and uh, updates and what, what you might want to see. More at Black Desert Resort. .com. we got a great hour number two. Ryan Ballinger from GolfNewsNet.com will stop on by. I haven't visited with Ryan for a little while, so excited to see what he's uh, excited about so far this season. America's favorite caddy will relish, uh, uh, let's see, what was it? what's the word? Will regale us. That was, yeah, well, we will regale relish. Okay. We'll relish his yes. regaling of us. <laughs> 
<laughs> Good grief. Uh, he's going to tell some fun stories. That's what I'm trying to say, Bob. Let's just keep it simple already. Um, yeah, yeah. Good, good things. Hey, also, we're just a few weeks away from Augusta. Countdown to the Masters yeah. is on. And I'll tell you, yeah. the, the that's the good byproduct of the Masters being postponed last year for COVID is that we get to see it back-to-back in just a short period of time. And here we go, man. I'm geared up. Uh, we aren't going to have a par three contest as it was announced, but that's not a surprise. Limited fans, that thing is really for the fans, and I think it's great that they will they will hold yep. off on that. But we do expect to hear some noise with limited patrons on property. Yeah, drive, chip, and putt will be play will be done, and the women's uh, Augusta women's amateur will be played. Um, but uh, everybody that attends the the event, uh, which is limited patrons is everybody's going to have to wear a face mask a hundred percent of the time. And the reason they canceled the par three contest is because of social distancing protocols. So, um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see Augusta. I'm excited to, uh, to see it in the spring again. And it's, uh, it's going to be fun. It's really going to be fun to yeah. see somebody come out as, as the master's winner. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you, you think DJ a short turnaround, you know, last major played, he's, He's the, the last one to win a major, also the defending champion of this event. So you got to think, yeah, how mm-hmm. about DJ? And certainly he's capable. Uh, the way we saw Justin Thomas go around uh, makes you wonder. The hope for Rory McIlroy, not looking quite as good. Well, I've got a question. Okay, Brian, does he only get to wear the green jacket for the six months or does he keep it for a year and a half now? Oh, well, I think you only get it for the time that you are the reigning Masters champ. So you're going to have to win it <laughs> if you want to keep it. That's DJ's challenge if you choose to accept that. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll come back. We'll hit all the stories and headlines. Ryan Ballinger and the caddy straight away as well right here on Real Golf Radio. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core you need unique 3d x-ray that's why one tour ball is more centered than another and it might not be who you think chrome soft this ball really does change everything. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. 
Get custom fit from Matory X today. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. And Real Golf Radio is brought to you by Callaway Golf and the new Epic Speed Drivers. Framing the future of speed. Epic speed will change the industry forever with a simple equation that creates a profound impact on driver technology and performance. Callaway's not just making drivers. They're framing the future of speed. And right now, by the way, you can get a 50% trade-in bonus. Details available at CallawayGolf.com. Check out those new epic speed. By the way, Bob, I did a little uh, side-by-side comparison. And I took Uh the Max LS out as well as the epic speed and... I really honestly thought I would be leaning more towards the Max LS for me. I really did. It's uh-huh. a the uh-huh. shape of it is one that is very pleasing to my eye. It's got a little more depth mm-hmm. to it, a little bit shallower face. And I just thought the way it mm-hmm. sets up, I thought, man, this is going to be the one. And uh, the speed is a little bit more bulge and roll, a little bit more of a traditional pear shape, a little deeper face. Right. And uh, I like the speed better. So, so what are the three drivers? The Epic Max. There's the, the Epic Max. The, the Epic Max LS, low spin version. Uh-huh. And then there's the uh-huh. Epic Speed. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, anyway. So, you ordered the Speed and the LS, and you like the Speed better. I end up liking the Speed better, which I, I honestly thought okay. I was going to end up wanting the Max LS and that you would want the Speed. Uh, who knows? Maybe it's the other way around, or maybe you're going to like the Speed as well. So, uh, I'm anxious to get out with you on the range and do a little range sesh. As the kids say. Testing. Yeah, and uh, check it out. Hey, congratulations to Justin Thomas winning the Players' Championship last weekend. Bobby, you mentioned it at the top of the hour, though. That 132, a 36-hole tournament closing uh, scoring record, really impressive. Uh, You know, 14 wins before the age of 28. You're talking Jack Nicklaus, Tiger Woods, Johnny Miller, and now Justin Thomas. So quite an impressive resume he has going not only the players championship but he's also won a major championship he just won a wgc Mm -hmm. event uh not too long ago so i mean he's got uh and a fedex cup title so he's got a lot of major events and he's piled up 14 wins so uh you know I, i didn't think jt would catch jordan i knew they grew up playing junior golf together but I thought Jordan was going to race out there and leave JT in his wake. And it didn't look like it, did it? He's yeah. closing quick. You know those little rearview mirror signs that say objects and mirror mm-hmm. closer? Well, yeah. That's JT. Yeah. Well, Jordan has always traditionally struggled at the Players' Championship. 
which is kind of interesting because Jordan's a ball striker, and that's a golf course where you gotta you gotta get yourself from point to point and um, get yourself around the golf course correctly. And Jordan is known for that, so that that shocks me a little bit. But Justin Thomas, I'll tell you what, he's a gamer, man. He's a competitor, and um, I love watching him play golf. He's really really fun to watch, and when he gets it going. There's not a lot that can hold him down. I love that he's compared to Johnny Miller in that uh, win total. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of an old, he's a bit of a throwback, isn't he? With the way he goes about his game. Yeah. I mean, certainly he hits it plenty far, but he's got one of those balanced swings. You almost could, you almost could pass JT off for a little reverse C, little little throwback look, right? <laughs> it's not there. I get it, right? So don't start atting me on that. But you know, and then for him yeah. to hood a driver and rip it around the corner a couple of times the way he did. I mean, I think that's cool stuff. I like the way he plays. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it. You know, his dad is and has been his only teacher. Uh, all growing up, all through junior golf, all when he was a little kid, all through college, all through high school. Um, AJGA events, everything. His dad has been his only teacher. And his dad is normally at events where he's playing really, really well. His mom and dad end up showing up and and they're always there and have been there for all of his wins. So, um, yeah. So with, with that thought, definitely old school. Yeah. Definitely old school with, uh, with his dad being his coach. That final group, Lee Westwood, and Bryson DeChambeau, same final group as the week before at Bay Hill, which is pretty ironic. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen very often on the PGA Tour. You start looking at it on Saturday night, wondering who's going to win this thing. Certainly a discussion about JT, of course. But, you know, you thought, man, uh, Bryson's in 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 uh, pretty good rhythm here. Uh, he's coming off of a win. Lee Westwood was oh so close, and he's put himself back in position. Both players playing decent, but not able to keep up with the stripe show, as you said earlier, that JT put on. Yeah. Um, Lee Westwood, of course, um, second in his last two starts on the PGA Tour um, and entering the Florida swing. He was 153rd in FedEx Cup standings, and, and he's now 22nd after his two runner-up finishes. So that wow. that bodes really, really well for him, um, being able to make that big of a move in just two or three weeks. So um, and then to see Bryson DeChambeau, watch him watch him go into the weekend again um, right there in the final group and having a chance to compete and win again um, like he did the week before. Both these guys have played some great golf over the last couple of weeks. Lee Westwood, two events, two runners up, no hardware, but two point six million for the effort. Not too Shabby. Bob, yeah. well, right now, as it stands, we're talking Masters coming up in just a few weeks. Who is your favorite right now from what you've seen? Is it the current Players Champ? Is it the current Bay Hill Champ and reigning U.S. Open Champ? Is it the defending Masters Champion and world number one Dustin Johnson? What's your, what's your take? Who do you like right now if you had to ride a horse? Dustin Johnson is a little uh, kind of out of sorts, so to speak. Um, I don't think Bryson DeChambeau is has quite figured out that golf course yet, and it's going to be interesting to see what he does this year. Um, he he was very frustrated last year. I, I think if I had to pick a guy right at this moment based on his play, I would say Justin Thomas. Mm, well, I mean, yeah, it's hard. I mean, what have you done for me lately, right? I mean, that's golf, and things can certainly change in yeah. a skinny minute, as one of my uh, friends likes to say. I think it's such a funny – I don't know why. I never heard that term before, but uh, it kind of cracks me up. Uh, yeah, well, DJ – uh, certainly will be wearing the green jacket, but Bob, as you pointed out, maybe 
only six months. He's going to have, he wants to wear it longer. He's going to have to win. Uh, we should mention that, uh, five time masters champion, Tiger Woods, just an update on him, Bob. Nice to hear that he's returned home. Yes, he has returned home to rehabilitate and and to heal further. Um, talking to Dr. Stimson, who we had on a few weeks ago, um, he said if he was to go home, um, it would mean that he was able to get that um, compartment syndrome, that 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 open cut um, closed up, and it allow him to heal and and move on. Yeah, so we wish him uh, continually to wish him a speedy recovery. I will just say, going back to Justin Thomas. He finished fourth in the fall uh, at the Masters. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a pretty good pick. No, no doubt about it. All there right, we'll take go. a short break. When we come back, we're going to welcome in our good friend Ryan Ballingy from Golf News Net and then the caddy. That's next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things i've gone through and it worked i could see instantly and 12 years later i haven't had any issues at all i can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like mike weir bruce and boyd Summerhays, bob casper and me oh and mention real golf radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your lasik procedure do it now at hoops vision.com you might know mountain land supply for its plumbing products but did you know mountain land supply also carries landscaping irrigation supplies and tools they can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe sprinkler heads and nozzles to use for your yard using smartphone technology you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers for all your landscaping needs go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. 
Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Uh, really excited to jump out to our next guest uh, from Golf News Net. You can check him out at golfnewsnet.com. Uh, good friend Ryan Ballinger uh, with us now. Hey, Ryan, how are you, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's always good to have you on. So we haven't talked for a little while. Here we are into spring. We've sprung forward. We have more daylight. Uh, what's uh, I mean, are you excited about the game? Are you out playing? Tell us about it. I'm playing a little bit. It's been a weird winter here in the, the mid-Atlantic area where it hasn't snowed a ton, but when it snowed, it stuck around and mm. ground's been gross. And uh, <laughs> it's finally starting to thaw out and play some, play some golf again. And it's coming along and, like you said, with daylight saving time, I feel like that's the official kickoff to uh, golf here in the, the northeastern yeah. part of the country where you feel like, all right, you can make a, a twilight tea time and, and maybe get in all 18 and maybe super twilight's coming back soon. So, um, it's, it's, and I'm always a bad early season player, so I'm going to play some garbage golf for two or three months and then I'll figure it out. Sounds like a handicap strategy to me, but yeah. Yeah. yeah you got, you got to be ready for member guest season. <laughs> <laughs> you're gaming your way into it. But the great thing about it is, you know, it's early in the year. you got plenty of golf season to figure it out. Exactly. I'm not – I've been at this way too long. I know myself. I, I expect to play poorly until you know, May, and then it starts to kind of come along. And the more you get to play, I, I feel like the, the more you get into a group with it. Well, I wanted to talk to you about a couple of things because there. it's certainly – you know, a year ago we were – talking about how everything was shutting down and now what? And, you know, fortunately, that seems to be behind us for the most part. Um, certainly still challenges to be had. But for the most part, the tour playing, uh, golf was certainly a winner in a lot of ways from what happened last year. We were all able to, for the most part, be able to get out and play. And golf sales were up and rounds played and and all of that. So I think that looks to be carrying over here into 2021. A um, couple of things. Uh, your thoughts on what you've seen so far with PGA Tour play? Uh, what's been the bigger story to you? The the, the Bryson continuing conversation, certainly uh, Tiger. What 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 has happened with him? What has uh, kind of kept you most interested in the game thus far? I have to admit, Bryson is a fascinating guy to watch. I mean, I I don't necessarily find him the most compelling character as a human being, but as a golfer and an athlete trying to do something a little bit different. It's must watch. I mean, I, I was glued to the TV to watch him try to get over the, the creek or the pond at, at Bay Hill on number six. And when he did it a couple of times, I mean, I, I would have celebrated like that too. Uh, if you had spent actively tried to gain 40 pounds, I mean, I've inactively tried to gain 40 pounds, but um, he's gained 40, you know, 40 pounds, got into great shape, swinging faster than ever and playing tremendous golf. And uh, it's one, it's, just fun to watch. Dustin Johnson, obviously in the fall, was incredible, and uh, hopefully he kind of gets back to some semblance of that. It sounds like maybe he was figuring some things out at players. Uh, Brooks Kepka hopefully gets better soon. It start, started to seem like old Brooks was coming back just in time for major season, and then the, the right knee injury that got him out of the Players' Championship. Hopefully that doesn't mean too extended of an absence. And then I, I guess just the quality of winners week to week. And this, I mean, this has been going back to the beginning of the resumption in June, but week after week after week, I mean, just the guys who are winning, you're like, wow, that okay. Another top 15, 20 guy wins. And they're just kind of duking it out a little bit. It, it makes great golf, great television. 
and uh, the players was fantastic. I hope we get something, anything like that for the Masters. It's going to be a great Masters then. Your thoughts about um, Jordan Spieth. He's one of the guys that we like to watch, Brian and I, mm-hmm. um, and he's really – uh, figured out how to play some good golf and and get things back in line again um, so far this year. Yeah, it's, and the funny thing is, I don't think, Bob, that he's playing better golf necessarily than he did at his peak in 15, 16, 17. I think he's back to playing that golf and being okay with it. I feel like he right. went into the desert trying to figure out, how do I get straighter? How do I get longer? How do I be better than who I am? And none of it worked. I mean, he, he didn't get longer. He's definitely not straighter, and he wasn't a better golfer. So I, I feel like at some point he just kind of accepted, okay, this is who I am. I am not very straight off the tee, but if I am if I play pretty well with my iron play, I can overcome that, which is what he's been doing. And he's still one of the best putters on the planet, just maybe not making every 20-footer he looks at. And that puts himself in position to win three tournaments uh, you know, he didn't get any of them, but still, I, I think it's his brand of golf of just kind of gaining strokes, doing ridiculous things is really fun to watch. And it's good to have him back. I mean, he brings the casual fans eyes ball to the game. And when he's playing well, it's, it's a fun adventure to go on. So I'm glad, I'm glad he's playing well again. Why do you think Jordan's so popular with the fans? That's a really good question. I, I don't have a good answer for that. Truly. I think I think people get enamored with kids when they come on the scene and kind of stick with them for a long time. I mean, why have people not turned their backs on Sergio Garcia after all the things he's done over the years to upset people? I don't have a good explanation for that other than they figure they just remember the 19-year-old kid who leaps over the, the hill to look at Medina. So maybe they think about Jordan Spieth as this 19-year-old kid who nearly won multiple times on tour and then won the John Deere and became the youngest winner on tour in 80 years. And they still think of that kid and they, they want that and what came after that in 2015 to kind of come back. They enjoyed that ride. And I think they're willing to root with them for it because he's handled it in really great spirits. I mean, if I went and played bad golf as my job for four years, I'd be miserable and nasty and snappy to people probably and he hasn't done any of that. I mean, he has been classy. He has been honest uh, and and hopeful. And I, I think that's all you can hope for, for from someone that's a public figure like that. So they're ready to welcome him back to the winner's circle when it when it's his time. Yeah, that's a good attempt. You know, there's there's another guy that's uh, stepped up the last couple of weeks, uh, kind of jumped into the spotlight, and that's Lee Westwood at the age of 47. Um, and you know, I didn't know this until until I I saw this stat uh, from the PGA tour but going into the florida swing lee westwood is was 153rd in fedex cup standings and now he's 22nd on the pga tour with a couple um second place finishes he's really turned some things around and is playing some pretty good golf right now he is and that's another i mean he's another guy that people just seem to love now i mean 20 years ago i don't think there would be nearly as many people pulling for lee westwood as now but I think a lot of people have dug into his story that, yeah, he had some troubles in life. He got divorced and then found happiness with his wife or soon to be wife and caddy Helen story. And he just kind of realized, Hey, I've had a great run and anything that use the old tiger phrase, anything that happens from here is gravy. And I think he has used that. I mean, he's gotten himself into the top 20 in the world at different times when he wins on the European tour and their big events and 
for him to come over here and do something no one has done in the Shotlink era of getting in other than Bryson DeChambeau to get into the same final group back-to-back weeks in stroke play events. That has not happened on the PGA Tour since 2003, since Shotlink started. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's happened some, else, some other time. But to for a 47-year-old man who seems to have a propensity for kind of not playing the, the 55th through 72nd holes as best as the first 54, for him to get himself in that position twice and nearly get either of them against generational talents and Bryson DeChambeau and, and Justin Thomas. How can you not love that? Uh, I mean, I, I love that story. And reward him with a couple of 2.6 million just for the effort. I mean, that's not too. Yeah. Shabby, why not? Right? Yeah. Not bad. No. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> hey, uh, for nine days worth of work. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the way everybody looks at it too. Right. Not the, not the last, the 35 years of work, but yeah, nine days. for sure. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, hey, right. So Rory McElroy's comments, um, we, we didn't talk about these last week, but I, I'm fascinated with Rory. First of all, I, I can't help but be a fan of Rory McIlroy. The guy is just, I mean, he's so fun to watch. And when he's driving the ball well, I, if I could copy anyone's swing, it would be Rory. We've had this discussion. If you take, you know, these best players, put Tiger out of the picture because he's on a different planet. But take the best players, and when they're all have their top A game, who wins? And, and I think most of the time, Bob and I come up with Rory in this one. But, you know, for him to say openly that Bryson got in his head a little bit and that he decided yeah. to chase swing and change some things up, chase speed, I should say, and change speed. some things up. Yeah. Um, and then it's affected his game. To me, that's just fascinating that he would share it. And second, that he's having that Bryson's having that effect because there's no measuring the two careers. I mean, Rory clearly is the better player. And yet here he is yeah. now trying to chase what Bryson's doing. I, I don't know. It's just such an interesting story. It is. It really is. And, and like you said, the first thing that stuck out to me was that he actually said it aloud because most <laughs> players would not bother to, to tell you that because that's free ammo to the competition and free ammo to the public to go after you if, if for whatever reason they choose to do that. So I, I right. thought the candor was fascinating. And then like you said, I mean, yes, he has not won a major in almost seven years. So maybe that's in the back of his head of, okay, what am I doing wrong? what can get me there quicker. And he just saw Bryson win a, a major by pummeling a golf course into submission, hitting it as far as possible. So maybe he just thought, okay, that's the answer. Even though uh, there are a lot of other factors to what Bryson's doing than that. And, and that's all to say that he's the best driver on the planet. Like, I mean, from a strokes game perspective, he, when he's playing normal golf, he hits it farther and straighter than pretty much everybody else. Now, he doesn't take advantage of that with iron play. I mean, he's a mediocre for his otherwise talent in terms of short game or uh, wedge play and short iron play. And I don't understand why he's never gotten better at that, but for him to go think, okay, the one thing I can get better on is the thing I'm the best in the world at after seeing a guy just put on a ton of weight and start swinging really hard. <laughs> that baffles my mind. I would think, <laughs> I would think if anything, he would do the, the Dustin Johnson approach of, all right, I'm going to buy a track man and I'm just going to hit wedge shot after wedge shot until I can call in the air to the yard, how far it's going to go and what it's going to spin like and all that stuff. Cause that's where D, that's how DJ got to, to his pinnacle is doing that. And that Rory has not seen himself. Let me do that with wedges and nine irons until I get this right. Um, that fascinates me. Mm. So, uh, so Ryan, after this week, we've got the World Golf Championship match play. 
Then we got the Valero Texas Open, and then the following week is Augusta and the Masters. Are you getting excited for that one? First of all, how crazy is it that it's almost time for the Masters? I, mean, what, <laughs> I, I, I know we've been living through a pandemic, but I, I'm genuinely confused at how fast the last year went, given how slow some days feel like they go. But mm. uh, it, I'm very excited for it. First of all, because we're in a situation that's never happened before. We're going to have two Masters having been played six months. Uh, I can't wait to see what Dustin Johnson's champion dinner menu is. Uh, and what he has to say about it, I think it's going to be tremendous. Um, and then we get a traditional Masters back after, and we'll have some fans, which will be nice. I mean, it'll be different roars, but there'll be roars, so that's something. Um, and then you've got just pretty much everybody in the top 20 having some kind of great golf to back on to make you excited mm-hmm. about them. And you've got the players who did really well in November. You get got to, I mean, think about Cam Smith, who's playing great golf. What about him? Um, you got some of the guys who didn't play well in, in November also playing well. So I'm very curious to see how the golf course will play differently because it, it felt like it was a much softer golf course for, for Dustin Johnson's win. Will they get it back firm and fast? Will it be more like a traditional Masters, or how is that going to play out? So there's so much to talk about and think about going into it but it also just feels nice to have a spring again that no offense to the players that starts the golf season, like having the mask. Yeah. Well, there's no question. Ryo, it was great to talk with you. I wanted to get your take on Beth Ann's article as well. I think we, we talked to Karen Stupples last hour and she went in in depth on it, but it is fascinating that there are not more stats available to help make the decisions around course setup for the ladies on the LPGA tour in 2021. It, it, it's, it's, it's remarkable. I'm so happy that Beth Ann wrote that piece. Karen and I have had similar conversations uh, to what Beth Ann has put out there and what she told uh, Beth Ann for that piece. That like, The key to unlocking, I think, the, the power of the, the LPGA is getting people to understand just how good these players are. And you don't have to compare them to bad just to give you an idea of just how good they are. And that kind of busts up a lot of myths about how you play, uh, how you market the tour, how you market players how you position them and, and the stats that come out that kind of compare the relative games of the LPGA players and PGA tour players, what they hit in clubs, they hit in strokes, the game and how they do it. It tells you just how good they really are. And that I think go a long way in marketing women's golf uh, to a broader audience. You always do a great job of uh, promoting the game and uh, from the, the PGA Tour to the LPGA Tour to the amateur game, European. I mean, you do a great job there at GNN. So uh, thanks for your comments there, and uh, always good to bounce some stuff off you, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it as always. Good time. You go. Check out Ryan Ballinger online and at golfnewsnet.com. We'll take a short break. We'll continue the show next. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, The shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago. 
because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob with you. Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks to Ryan Ballingy for joining us. And right now we get out to America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is. The Caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, Caddy joins us every week right here on Real Golf Radio. He is the one and only. That's why we call him America's favorite. What's up, Caddy? I this is I'm I'm prepared. I've got both AirPods in today. Ah, you wanted to both. listen to your opening stereo. Not just exactly. Sounds good, right? Yeah, life's the same. I'm moving in stereo. <laughs> Nice. That's for an older audience. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, how about that players last week, huh? How about that players? I got you know. I I, I got to tell you this. Justin Thomas, he didn't hit the shot the way he wanted on eighteen. But Woo. if you want to know how to win a golf tournament, that's the attitude you take on the last tee shot. 
you get up there and you say, I'm going to hit a bullet draw off this tee and mm. just take this thing. I mean, that was impressive. I like, that's a winner. That's a winner right there. You're looking at gentlemen. Do you, do you think he was, uh, do, do you think he was kind of, uh, gulping when he saw the ball and he oh, saw the I, ball flight? I promise you he was pretty sure that ball was going to go in the water. Like I was when I watched it start to turn in the air, I said, uh Oh, that better sit down. And it's not sitting down today. And it got that good bounce straight. And, uh, that, that's what did it. But the, the ball, I'd say that there's a pretty good chance that was going to go in the water, but forget all that. I just like the fact that he just played the shot to win. I mean, he, he, I, I love watching a guy play to win instead of not to lose. Mm. Now like it doesn't that. hurt that it didn't hurt like Ben Hogan. i like, uh, like phone said, that he was hitting it like Ben Hogan that day. Mm-hmm. And I heard him say yeah. that may be the best round of golf he's ever played. So he, he had the stripe show going on, not to use a term that everybody else is right now, but he, he, he was hitting it great. But I mean, I just love like, listen, when, 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 when I was fortunate enough to, to uh, watch my player win the players championship before he hit his drive on 18, I poked him in the chest and then I poked, I, put my finger and like, held my finger up, right? And I shook my finger at him and said, go, and I said, go take it. And I think that's just what JT did. He said, I'm going to take this yeah. thing. And he did. I mean, I, I, I loved it. I loved it. You've More never fun. shared I, I, that whew. part of it. You poked him in the chest and waggled your finger and told him to go take it. I like it. Yeah, I actually threw another word, uh, uh, ah. another word in there that I won't use to uh, emphasize the point, but, um, that, that is what I said. Yes. I know. Just, you, you don't have to say it. You said, I go take he, the golf tournament. That's right. Mm. Dad gummit. <laughs> but I, 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 yeah, I, I think that, um, I think that, uh, I don't know if he heard me at the time, but I can tell you, he said that that was the best tee shot he's ever hit in his life. What a time to, so, yeah, I mean, see, that's why I love that because when, when I watch my guy come down that stretch, as a, as a caddy say, my man, when I watch my man come down the stretch there, he just took it. He, he, there was no fear. He took it out of the water on 16 and let it hook back with the wind. He had a great shot on 17. I mean, he just went and took it. That was pretty cool. How about he him? He loved that as a caddy. Man. How about him saying that, uh, he that's the shot he practices for ten at Augusta. Just tees that sucker down and just yeah, freaking rips it, hooks it, man. Just and and that's like you got to have a lot of confidence, especially in that kind of a situation. On ten, you're not going to lose the golf tournament at Augusta on ten. Well, ask Rory, maybe you will. Sorry, never mind. Yeah, you got to be able to hit that <laughs> shot. <laughs> well, he hit he he hit his best one off number two that day. I don't know if you saw that. He did that on number two. When I saw him hit that drive on number two the last round, I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, that's that's somebody who's got it in gear right now." Yeah, you, you're right. I mean, you you don't yeah. you don't see guys hit a low hook driver like that almost ever. That's that's yeah. just. A, I mean, you just don't see that. And I'm like, that's pretty cool right there. I mean, Bubba's going to be proud of that one. Mm. But uh, you know, I mean, th- some guys like about... to move it. Away. Some guys like to move it away from trouble. Say... Sometimes I like to yeah. move it towards trouble. 
But look, here's the thing. That, that tee shot on 18, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a brutal tee shot to hit under pressure. It really is. I mean, it's so hard to hit that fairway. And it's just, I, uh, obviously, I'm quite impressed with him. <laughs> So, so Justin Thomas, he wins the golf tournament at 14 under par. He shoots 68 or 64, 68 on the weekend, 132, 12 under par. That was some great playing um, over those two days. Did you see the snippet of Jimmy Johnson looking at, they have a sheet at the, at the table, right? When you come in for scoring and they have a sheet there with the money breakdown. And apparently Jimmy <laughs> didn't realize how big the purse was that week. Which may surprise some people, but I can tell you, as a caddy, I mean, one of the great things about caddying is you get a percentage of the winnings, right? So you really get into the game when you get near the lead or near the top 10 because your money just goes up like crazy. And that's that's part of the juice, you know? It's it's, it's why it's so fun. Um, Fluff, Fluff got a flat, he was getting a flat fee from Jacobson one time, and he was making more money than he would have made with the percentages, but he sold, like, PETA, Peter, I got to go back to the percentage. I can't take this anymore. I can't take it. You know, you, it, it's, it's part of the, I don't know if it's a gambling instinct or what it is, but you love it, right? So, but here's what's weird. If you ask me what like third or fourth or fifth or sixth place paid, I could never tell you. I, have, I, I, I know it's somewhere between here and there, but I don't know. So it may surprise people. Usually you know what the purse is for the win, but apparently Jimmy didn't. And he went down, they showed a video. He's like, he like looks at the thing and he turns around and he's like, what? And he looks back and he looks at the sheet again and he looks up and he's like, whoa. <laughs> and he takes a drink <laughs> of his water. <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh, that is awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I, this was a, there's a lot of interesting stats about, I mean, you talk about how he's playing like Ben Hogan, but uh, the, the tour with this stat saying that uh, Lee West, or sorry, that uh, we'll talk about Westwood if we get a chance, but uh, Justin Thomas becomes the fourth player since 1960 to win 14 times on the PGA Tour before turning 28, joining Tiger Woods, Jack Nicholas, and Johnny Miller. Johnny Miller. You always hear Jack and Tiger in these records, but I thought that was interesting, a, a stat that involves Johnny since 1960, 14 times before 28. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Two I wonder for, how many times for every year. You're, I wonder how many. Yeah. How many wins did Seve have worldwide before age twenty-eight? Forty. At least. Probably did. He, he probably did. Yeah. I mean, he had eighty. Yeah. He had like what ninety? He had Seve had ninety some wins. And and Gary Player probably had seven. Gary Player had like twenty-five or thirty major championships by the time he was twenty-eight. If you listen <laughs> nice. to him. Yes, yeah, I won. I won. Telling you. I won. I won. I won seventeen times the South African Open, which is like a major championship. Yes, it was. Yes, I'm telling you. <laughs> I've won 135 majors, and if Jack Nicklaus had to travel like I did, you know, I used to sleep in my rain togs in a bunker when I first played the Open Championship because I could not afford a hotel room. Yes, this is what I'm telling you. Mm. He's a beauty. He is a beauty. I think your Seve's uh, a little bit better than awesome. your Gary, but that's okay. Um, hey, you were going to share a story with us. Uh, you were. We were talking about seventeen. Yeah, yeah, seventeen at PPC. Share, please do. We started out well, with the shank share, with can, Brendan Todd. Yes, yes. Can I tell two because you brought up Seve? Of course you can. Okay. It's your show, man. So my player and I go to the back of the range, 
on Friday or Saturday at the players. I'm sorry, Saturday or Sunday at the players. And I guess maybe he had missed the cut. Anyway, we get back there and there's Seve and Mac O'Grady. Wow. Seve had missed the cut. Now I knew Seve had made a big number on 17 once or twice in the tournament. Anyway, they're back there and my player's just stoked. He's like, Oh good. We get to talk to Seve. This is going to be great. So we walk up there and I've known Mac since I was 16 years old. And so we walk up and Seve sees me and he comes right over and he turns the club upside down and holds the grip like it's a microphone and he's going to interview me, right? Mm-hmm. So he puts his arm around me. And this is when Billy Foster was caddying for him, of course. And Seve was one of the best players in the world. This is early 90s. So he puts his arm around me. <laughs> and, he, and he looks, he asks me, he holds up the club like a microphone and says, he says, Seve, Seve, what do you think of number 17 here? And I say, oh, at the players, the Island Green? He says, yes, what do you think? And I say, well, all I have to say is I'm on the green and I'm looking at my putt. And I say to my caddy, Billy, Billy, which way is this putt? Which way does it break? And he looks right at me and says, towards the water. <laughs> I said, Billy, Billy, you know nothing, Billy. So that was, that was a funny Chevy story. I wish we had gotten that any of them on tape. We didn't tape any of them. We didn't have cell phones back then to tape videos. That's right. None of this captured right. on. It's all in the. It's all in the memory. That would have been cool though. So Doug Barron, Doug Barron, with perhaps, and of course this is third hand information. But as we know, our mantra is never let the truth get in the way of a good story. So amen. That's mm-hmm. our disclaimer before everything. Pretty much everything I say on the show. But so Doug Barron was. Uh, his caddy on the caddy shot did something awful. I don't know if he shanked it or chunked it in the water or whatever happened, happened. It was a terrible shot. So on Friday's round, not even Thursday's round, but on Friday's round, Doug hits it in the water. And as they're walking to the green, he turns to his caddy and says, I just couldn't get your shot out of my head. (laughs) I said, now I've heard players blame things. That is, that's got to be top five for me. Yeah, that's the repertoire top. of alibis my dad talks about for bad shots. The repertoire of alibis. I like it. Now, tell me that's not a top five. I want to oh, hear five that, 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 that can exceed that story. I couldn't get your shot on Wednesday out of my head. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I've heard caddies blame for some crazy stuff, but that one. That takes the cake right there. Yeah, I told you my favorite player, my line my player said to me, was when he said, you should have known what I was thinking back there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the problem with that line, yeah, and then the problem was I agreed with him. I was like, yeah, you're right. I've known you for 42 years. I, I mean, there's no human being I've spent more time on with, around in my life than you. I should have known. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Crazy. Well, Caddy, uh, thanks so much for taking some time, man. Uh, you know, if time flies when you're having fun, we're out of it. But uh, we'll Woo-hoo. we'll have to do it again uh, real soon, as in next Saturday, huh? Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the Caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. Give him a hand. If you were were you not entertained, that's all I have to say. Were you not entertained? Yep. That is the that is the man himself, America's favorite Caddy. All right, we'll take a short break. Thanks for being with us. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This 
is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio, brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort. Check out the all-new resort coming to St. George, Utah, Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course, and much more at blackdesertresort.com. Thanks so much to the caddy, uh, Ryan Ballinger, golfnewsnet.com, and hour one, Karen Stupples. Stop by as well. All the shows can be listened to your, at your favorite podcast site or go to our Twitter handle, at Real Golf. We post the show in its entirety as well as those individual interviews. All right, Bob, uh, one of the news that we didn't pass along that has been talked about yeah. is Dustin Johnson not playing in the Olympics. You're a big Olympics guy and a big uh, country guy. Uh, what's your take on the world number one opting out? Well, he just opted out. He said that uh, that part of the year is is deep in the schedule and um, – He's going to be playing a lot at that time, and so he's decided to pass on going to Asia. 
with all the ramifications from COVID and that kind of thing. So, uh, unfortunately, we won't see DJ there. Yeah, I mean, look, that just opens up an opportunity for someone that really wants to go. So that's my take on it. Yeah. Not really ready to pile on DJ about this one. Uh, I think it just opens up another spot, and we want those players that are there that are excited to represent and go have a nice showing for the game of golf in the Olympics. All right, that'll do it for us. Thanks so much for tuning in. For our producer, Dave Glauser. For Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week.